Greetings, ladies and gents, and welcome to this latest version of uh, Tales, Tales from Outer Space, where I take an HFY story from somewhere around the internet and read it aloud for your enjoyment. All the relevant links are down below. Like, subscribe, and all that YouTube comf to help this video and channel grow. Anyways, as always, I hope that you enjoy. I would like to give a quick thanks to our Tier 5 channel members and patrons. Fallen Angel, Buzz Killington. Thank you, again. Now on to the story. Lava Lamp Diplomacy, written by MDS underscore Dan. The diplomatic cutter touched down with hardly a sound. It was perfect landing, all things considered. Quiet, precise, and much softer than Ambassador Gray's instincts told her that it had any right to be. One of his secretary escorts let out a low whistle. Evidently, thinking the same as her. Ray and Tech, huh? She ventured. Yes, ma'am, replied the guard. Have to wonder what they want with us, given the... Uh, well, he paused, gesturing towards the ship. You know, hmm, Naval's been doing more than wondering. The guard shot her a curious look, which Gray reciprocated with a sympathetic smile. Sorry, kid, need to know. Until we finish negotiations, at least. Any further discussions was prematurely interrupted by the hiss of the outer door, prompting Gray to go swap back into diplomatic mode. As her Rayan counterpart stepped into the hangar, she raised her arms in a best imitation of a Rayan greeting. He returned the gesture, of all moving one with smaller arms and a somewhat clumsy rendition of a wave which Gray returned. Ambassador Sir, I trust the trip was pleasant. Saw beat his chest in agreement. This is a fine system, Ambassador. Humanity has grown much since our species first met. You flatter us, Ambassador. Please, just saw. You flatter us, saw. It is only the truth. Suddenly, the Rayan's eyelids tightened into seriousness. Ambassador, we have much to discuss. Pleasantries can wait. To her credit, if the sudden shift in the tone surprised Gray at all, it did not show. Of course, she replied with a simple nod. We have a meeting room set up just this way. Three doorways and a hallway later, the two diplomats settled into their chairs, or as best a chair as an alien biology allowed for, on opposite ends of a small rectangular table. Gray grabbed a briefcase from below the table and laid it flat against the surface, folding her hands over the top. Don't be blunt, sir. Your sudden appearance has made a lot of people very anxious, especially given the current climate. To what do we owe the pleasure? Oh, your leader's insane. To this, she did react, even if only a blink. I, uh, beg your pardon? We received word recently that the UN intends to enter the war. Are oh, your leaders insane? Pull out, Ambassador. You cannot win this. Ah, Gray suppressed the urge to laugh at the very human question being asked of her, and wondered how many times she asked it herself. If only he knew, she thought. If only he knew. Instead, she leaned forward slightly, and feigned surprised and composed an expression that she knew that the translator would convey as serious. That information is classified, sir. It was uh, 
technically the truth. Sure, the UN had intentionally fed that information to a known double agent, but it was, technically, still classified. The Rain Ambassador didn't react to the unspoken accusation. Humanity cannot win. We've had trouble winning, Ambassador. Humanity stands no chance. Gray sighed. For as good of an ally as the Rains were, they were utterly insufferable at times. Well, they treated humanity as their equals on every other front. When it came to warfare, they held the infamously little faith in those they saw as less advanced. Hell, if they'd just stopped dancing around the UN requests for a strategy meeting, she could have gotten this over with months ago. Not that she was bitter or anything. She just wondered how many lives had already been lost to their allies' stubborn pride. Okay, maybe she was a little bitter. She sat back a little and unlocked the briefcase, opening it as she spoke. Tell me, Saw, how familiar are you with human board games? Don't change the subject and back. Just gray, please. And humor me, Saw. He huffed with barely concealed discontent. Not much, I'm afraid. Just a few basics I've been introduced to on vacation. He eyed the small board Gray had laid down between them as they spoke, patterned with alternating light and dark squares. It was a simple setup that he remembered. In contrast to the more complex, game-specific boards of traditional Rayan games, it was deceptively simple and versatile. You've seen this before, at least, Gray asked, setting the small holographic projector to the side of the board. Just saw checkers. Ah, that is the question, isn't it? She replied with a smile. The projector flickered to life. On Saar's end of the board, the unmistakable shapes and standard chess pieces appeared. And on her end, several flat round discs did the same. Your move, Saar. He regarded the pieces with some confusion, but nonetheless moved a pawn forward two spaces. I'm not sure what you're planning, he ventured slowly, but I should warn you that I never quite got the hang of chess. Well, skill is relative, isn't it? Gray responded, moving one of her pieces forward to space. Chess is a solved game, you know. No human has beat the best computer player in over a hundred years. Even if you trained in a prodigy from birth, they simply couldn't match up. Not when a computer can see every move they can possibly make and act accordingly. Saw moved his pawn forward one more space. I don't see the relevance, Gray. There is a point to all of this, I trust. Come on, Saw. I couldn't have been more obvious if I tried. I know, but surely not, right? Unfortunately... Where we believe that they've had a fully functional predictive engine since the beginning of the war. That is preposterous, is it? We both know it's possible. We'd have done it ourselves if we had the processing power to spare. And I'm sure the Rayans would have too, right? Unfortunately, neither of us have any Matrushka brains lying around. Neither do they, of course. But we believe they found a way to make it work with Q processors instead. If that's the case, why haven't we caught it? You didn't know what to look for, most likely. It's like watching a grandmaster play a supercomputer versus a grandmaster playing another grandmaster. It's not easy, 
but you can tell when there's a machine involved, and when there is, well, even the most experienced player may as well be a novice. Gray grabbed one of his pieces near one of Sars and made to capture with it. The holographic pawn fluctuated and transformed into a chess piece before dissolving into particle effects. Of course, she said with a smirk, that's assuming that we're playing chess. Saar gave her species equivalent to a blink. How exactly is this part of the metaphor scan? Gray pressed another button on the projector and the game pieces faded away, replaced by a single, vaguely conical object at the center of the board. This, she said, spinning the hologram with a gesture, is a lava lamp. Old, decorative lighting piece. Very old, actually. But it made something of a comeback 20 years ago. The motion of these colored blobs is difficult to predict with any accuracy. This, she made a pinching motion and zoomed out to the hologram until the entire wall of lamps was visible. Is several hundred lava lamps. Collectively, the precise motion of these is nearly impossible to predict. She zoomed in the display back into its original lava lamp. If your government had read our original proposals, you'd know we'd had a plan to counter predictive engine for months now. She deposited a thick manila folder onto the desk beside the board as she spoke. A complex system weaving randomly selected actions into everything from fleet-level deployments to individual troop orders. Nothing too crazy, of course, but still needs some semblance of order. Just enough to throw the predictions wildly off. And our sources of true randomness, she gestured to the hologram of lava lamps. A hundred thousand of these babies, with a complex algorithm turning and swirling patterns into a truly unpredictable noise. Everything adjusted randomly at random intervals, of course. Believe me, even if they catch on, that predictive engine is as good as useless. You have the tech edge and the industrial edge. If we use this to level the playing field a bit, we can win this, Saar. For the first time since he'd walked into the room, Saar considered that perhaps this human counterpart was right. Still, he hesitated. There was a lot of information to process. As if sensing his hesitation, Ray leaned forward slightly to reassure him. You said that we couldn't win. Maybe you're right. Maybe the computer's just too good at chess. But we can, Wensar. Let them think that we're playing chess. And we'll beat them at checkers. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this video. I hope that you enjoyed. And if you do, please consider supporting the author, even by popping over and leaving a thumbs up or a nice comment, just to show your appreciation for the story. However, if you wish to support this channel, there are links down below which will help immensely. I will see you all in the next one. And until then, I hope that you have a fantastic day. Cheers.